Hi, everybody. This is Dave Von Kleist, and we all know that knowledge is indeed power. I mean, common sense tells you that a, people have a natural fear of the unknown. Common sense will tell you that if you make the unknown known, the fear will dissipate. So, let's power up! The opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or sponsors of this radio station. However, <laughs> things are changing. The tide is turning. Things are going our way. Oh, my. Okay, welcome to the WTF Reports. I'm your host, Dave Von Kleist, and it is the 6th of February, 2024. And man, I'll tell you, the fecal matter is hitting the air circulator to the left, to the right, to the up, down, sideways, every single way that you can think about it. And uh, anyway, I welcome you to the program. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, wherever you're situated on this big, beautiful blue globe, floating through the void of Yah's creation. Ah. <sighs> Man, oh, man, had to get that intro out of the way. I got so much stuff here, I don't even know where to start. I really don't. Um, why don't we start off with um, hypocrisy? Yeah, let's start with some hypocrisy. Hypocrisy is always nice to talk about. Uh, um, I'll start off. I got a little clip here from uh, Anthony Blinken. All right. Now, Anthony Blinken, on one hand, is saying it's so terrible to bomb, you know, civilians in hospitals and all that other type of stuff. And then when it comes to, you know, when he's referring to, of course, the uh, Ukrainian war, you know, Putin, Putin is bombing all these places. And it's funny because Kiev has not been bombed. Uh, hmm, isn't that interesting? We've got, uh, you know, Nancy Pelosi went over there. Anthony Blinken went over there. I mean, we got all kinds of uh, politicians from the United States that go over there. And Kiev hasn't been bombed. Hmm, that's interesting. But on the other hand, it's okay for Israel to bomb the snake's knot out of the Palestinians. I mean, at first, remember when they said that the hospital, you know, that, that uh, Israel had bombed the hospital? They said, no, no, we didn't do that. Well, since that time, there are many, many hospitals that have been bombed. But that's okay. That's okay. Okay. But anyway, here's, um, <laughs> here is uh, Anthony Blinken. Real quick clip. Here it is. We can never let the crimes Russia's committing become our new normal. Bombing schools and hospitals and apartment buildings to rubble is not normal. The United States has Israel's back. We have the back of the Israeli people. We have their back today. We'll have it tomorrow. We will have it every day. Okay, I'm, I'm going to play that again. I'm going to play that again because in, in the first part of it, he's referring to, uh, of course, Putin bombing hospitals and all this other type of stuff, which uh, we found out not necessarily so. Here, the first part of it. Here it is. Come on. Play it. Come on. I don't know why it's doing that. Here we go. We can never let the crimes Russia's committing become our new normal. Bombing schools and hospitals and apartment buildings to rubble is not normal. No, it's not. It's not. So you can go after Putin and the Russians and saying you're doing this and that. However, when it comes to Israel doing it... The United States has Israel's back. We have the back of the Israeli people. We have their back today. We'll have it tomorrow. We will have it every day. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right. Well, how, who else is flip-flopping? Who else do you suppose is flip-flopping? Well, let's talk about Nikki Haley for just a moment. Here are a couple of clips um, of her flip-flopping. Then we're going to talk a little bit about Nikki Haley. Here she is. What we do know is 65 is way too uh, low, uh, and sorry. we need to increase let, let, that. Let's, we... let's do that over again. Here we go. DeSantis is hitting you for claiming the retirement age is, quote, way, way too low. I have Stand never once said that. But what we do know is 65 is way too low, <laughs> and we need to increase that. We need to do it according to life expectancy. I never once said Hillary Clinton was an inspiration. I often say that the reason I got into politics was because of Hillary Clinton. I never said government should go and require anyone to A huge issue that I'll deal with as soon as I get there is social media. They need to verify every single person on their outlet, and I want it by name. What I have always said is boys going to a boys' bathroom, girls going to a girls' bathroom. Just... But hold on one second. When I was governor, they wanted to bring in a, a 
bathroom bill, a transgender bathroom bill. And I strong armed and said, we are not going to have that in South Carolina. DeSantis is hitting. Anyway, there you go. There's there's several flip flops by uh, by Nikki Haley. Well, <laughs> there's a, a real interesting song that's out there. Uh, I think you might this kind might find this kind of entertaining. Here it is. Hey Nikki, you're so lame. Why'd you go and change your name? Hey Nikki. She changed her name? Hey Nikki. We'll talk about that. Hey Nikki, you're so wack. You let that dude blow out your back. Hey Nikki. Hey Nikki. Hey Nikki, you're so foul. We all know you're not our gal. Hey Nikki. Hey Nikki. Hey Nikki, you're so fake. You wish you were Carrie Lake. Hey Nikki. Hey Nikki. Nikki, what a pity you don't understand. You break your husband's heart when you bang another man. Oh, Nikki, you're so stupid, can you understand? It's gals like you, Nikki. You know what to do, Nikki, do, Nikki. We don't want you, Nikki. Oh, Nikki, what a pity you don't understand. You break your husband's heart when you bang another man. Oh, Nikki, you're so stupid, can you understand? It's gals like you, Nikki. You know what to do, Nikki, do, Nikki. We don't want you, Nikki. Ah, there you go. More flip-flopping from Nikki Haley. Now, the thing is, who is Nikki Haley, really? I mean, who is she? Now, it's going around on the net that her real name is Nimarata Randawa. Nimarata Randawa. So, I did some research, and I pulled up this website, and this comes from the BSC News Portal, and the website is bscnursing2022.com, and it has her biography here. And then there's a paragraph, and it says, The Nikki Haley Family. Now, I'm going to read this. It's only uh, three short sentences, and then we're going to stop and scratch our heads. Okay? I'm going to read. Here it is. It says, Haley is a Canadian investor and businesswoman who was born in Bamberg, South Carolina on January 20th, 1972. Nikki's full name is Nibarata Nikki Randawa. She was born in Amistar, Punjab, India to seek immig- immigrants. Wait, wait, wait. Stop a minute. Stop, stop. The first sentence. Listen carefully. It says, Haley is a Canadian investor and businesswoman who was born in Bamberg, South Carolina on January 20, 1972. He was born in Bamberg, South Carolina, 1972. In the next sentence, it says she was born in Amistar, Punjab, India, to seek immigrants. In, the what, in what world does that make sense? She was either born in Bamberg, South Carolina, or she was born in Amstar, Punjab, India. Which is it? It's right there in black and white. You can't be born in two different places. And if she was born in Amstar, Punjab, India, she is ineligible to run for president. You have to be a naturally born American citizen. So there's a lot of weird stuff when it comes to this woman. Now I'm, you know, I'm not, you know, bringing this to your attention because I'm trying to support Trump. I got some problems with Trump as well. But the bottom line here is we have to go by the law, and the law says you have to be a naturally born citizen of the United States to be able to be president of the United States. And in this one one paragraph, they're saying she was born in South Carolina, and they say she was born in India. So which is it? This is insanity. But then again, I suppose that's that's normal for what's going on in this country today. It's just I don't know I don't know how to deal with that. You know, we're supposed to you know we're supposed never mind never mind I'm not going to go down that road. But we've got so much uh, so much hypocrisy going on, and it's blatant. It's in your face. And you know the Alphabet News networks and CNN and MSNBC. They're pumping out intellectual fecal matter. And unfortunately, those who, who constantly watch this, they're filling their minds with intellectual fecal matter. And I don't have to use too much of an imagination to figure out if you're eating fe- you know, intellectual fecal matter, you're going to end up with for brains. No wonder people can't think straight. <clears throat> anyway. Oh, where do I go from here? Oh, yeah. Okay. Another... Um, 
Another quick news item. Oh, gosh, I, I, I can't believe this thing about Nikki Haley. Anyway, in Headline USA, well, it turns out that the notorious Pizzagate ringleader to replace Kerry as Biden's climate czar. The White House senior advisor, John Podesta, will add international climate policy to his job responsibility, replacing special climate envoy John Kerry as the top U.S. official on international climate issues, the White House said last Wednesday, February 1st. So we got John Podesta now is going to be in charge of international climate uh, issues. Boy, you talk about incestuous relationships. I use that word specifically. Well, anyway, we've got all kinds of problems right now, and I'm going to go back to this issue of Zionism. It's so important that people understand what Zionism is. And I have several different clips here I'd like to play for you. And um, let me see, where do we go from there? Okay, let's see. Uh, let's start off with, um, let me see. Let me see. One more, some Okay, Scott Ritter. Scott Ritter was a U.S. Marine, and uh, I had the pleasure of interviewing him about 20 years ago when we were doing the Power Hour. This is the build-up to the uh, second Gulf War. Now, if you recall, some of you may not remember the first Gulf War with George Bush Sr. and Schwarzkopf and Powell and all that, and they all said that uh, Saddam did not have weapons of mass destruction. He said, no, he does not have them. He doesn't have them. Turns out that he did. And that's why they had to have this campaign to blow up all those munition dump, uh, bunkers in Kamasia. And it just so happens that we were in that when uh, we were doing the Power Hour, we were in touch with Sergeant Dan Topolsky. He was the NCO IC of uh, uh, the 82nd uh, Airborne. And he and his team had gone into those bunkers at Kamasia. They wanted to see what was in there before before they blew them up. And they were stacked from floor to ceiling with chemical and biological weapons, and the markings on these weapons indicated they had come from the U.K., from the United States, and the bottom line is they had yellow stripes, they had purple stripes. There were chemical and biological weapons. That's why Schwarzkopf went in there to blow them up. He had to destroy the evidence that the United States and the U.K. had broken international law by shipping and selling weapons of mass destruction. So that's why they had to blow up the Kamasia ammunition depots back in the first Gulf War. The second Gulf War, Scott Ritter was one of the U.N. inspectors that went in there and said that he there were no chemical and biological weapons. But GW and Colin Powell were saying, yeah, weapons of mass destruction. He's got chemical and biological weapons. So in the first Gulf War... They said that Saddam did not have chemical biological weapons. And in the second Gulf War, they said he did. But in both cases, they were wrong. But anyway, Scott Ritter was discussing um, what's going on uh, in Israel and Palestine and what's going on as far as their efforts to create a Zionist state. And, of course, that's documented in the Balfour Declaration. This is what... Uh, what uh, Scott Ritter had to say. Here it is. Israel controls everything. We're not a sovereign state anymore. Israel literally has bought the American Congress and bought the American presidency uh, and bought the American establishment. Where's the American media? You know, I was always one of those people that sort of got a little uneasy when people would put up the, uh, you know, the list of, you know, media, media moguls in America and talked about how many of them were Jewish and how many had links to Israel. I'm like, oh, God, that's a little anti-Semitic, don't you think? Not anymore, because the silence of the American media is deafening. The American media is standing by and allowing Israel to commit genocide, and they're not doing a damn thing about it. This should be at the top of everybody's. This should be the lead story. They should be calling out the hypocrisy of the Biden administration. They should be condemning Benjamin Netanyahu. They should be condemning Israel, but they can't. Because Israel owns them. Israel owns everything. Um, and so America is going to be sacrificed on the altar of Zionism, on the altar of this Israeli state. Zionism. Mm-hmm. Now, I can't help but think, I mean, and I, I have a propensity to do that occasionally, that, you know, I, I, I stop and have to think, how is it that the American media and corporations and our politicians are all right behind goose step with 
Israel. How is that? What has Israel got hanging over all these people people's heads? And we go back to the issue about Jeffrey Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell, and her dad, Robert Maxwell, who are, were known Mossad agents, and we know that they were trafficking children, and they we know that they were you know enticing and uh, influencing our public uh, officials, Hollywood people, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Get them into a compromising position and have it all videotaped so that they can be blackmailed. Blackmailed. I believe in my heart of hearts that blackmail is what is driving the policies in this country. Blackmail. Yep. Stop and think about it. I mean, we all know that the uh, the uh, Hunter Biden laptop, at first they were saying, oh, it's Russian disinformation, Russia, Russia, Russia. And they, they took RT off of the off of your, uh, your feeds. You can't get RT anymore on Roku. If you go to Rumble, you can find RT. You can get their news. And you can also go to RT on your computer. But they took it off of all the channels. Okay? But they said that, of course, Russia was doing all this stuff. But the bottom line here is that the the Hunter Biden laptop, once that got released, don't think for a New York minute that copies weren't distributed all over the world and in Ukraine. Hmm. I wonder what's on that laptop that would force our elected officials to basically stand down when it comes to a lot of these policies. The only thing that I can think of is blackmail. That's all that I can think of. Now, let's see. Have I got enough time? Yeah, I got enough time here. Um, this past weekend, on Sunday, uh, Dick Morris was uh, visiting with um, uh, Mike Huckabee. Okay. People say, oh, there's no evidence. Joe Biden, there's yeah. no evidence that he's done anything wrong. Yeah, what well, would you say to that? Well, I would say to much. I'd start with the fact that when he left the vice presidency, he was hired by the University of Pennsylvania at a salary of a million dollars a year to preside over the Biden Institute for Global Engagement. Huh. Never taught a class, never showed up on campus. And then it turned out that that, that program was funded with $54 million of anonymous donations from China. From China? So, and, and he hired among his staff uh, the future Secretary of State Blinken and nine other people on the payroll of that institute who are now on the national security team. So China funded the farm team, essentially, for the Biden administration. And the president of the United States was on the payroll of China for four years and made several million dollars from it. When he left the Senate, his net worth was $29,000, which means he was either wow. honest or dumb. <laughs> now, when he entered the presidency, his net worth was over $10 million. And all of that came from bribery. All of it came from bribery. Did you hear that, folks? So we're not just talking about Ukraine. We're not just talking about Israel. We're not just talking about China. We're talking about all of the above. All of it. You think that our elected officials are working in the interest of the American people? You better, you better wake up. You better wake up real quick. Because what's happening in this country is absolutely, absolutely obscene. It's happening because of the fact that we have so many morally corrupt people in positions of power. And they've been caught literally with their pants down on video. You think that they're not going to you know, succumb to some threat of letting that information out there? Of course they will. Their, their careers would be destroyed. Not only that, but many of them would be in jail, if not worse. This is what's driving our country, folks. And I, I pray to God every single day, I really do, I pray that somehow some light, some light bulb will go off over their heads so that they will understand that, look, it, I've got to come forward no matter what the consequences are. If I get convicted of this or that, so be it. But we've got to save this country. And the only way we're going to do it is to stand for the truth. And we've got to overcome the subterfuge and the propaganda being pushed upon the American public by the alphabet networks. I'm going to take a break. Um, got another little piece of information here for you in regard to Zionism. And, and I have a solution. 
I have a solution. We'll be right back. I'm so excited to have you as part of the Wild Pastures family, and we look forward to bringing you the pasture-raised meats that you and your family will love. Now, we started Wild Pastures because so many of my clients would tell me they just couldn't find high-quality pasture-raised meats, and even when they did, it was so expensive that they couldn't afford to eat it regularly. Now, I'm not talking about the bottom-of-the-barrel healthy meats that have claims like natural or free-range or even cage-free, terms that were actually created by the industrial food industry to make us feel all warm and fuzzy about buying their low quality products. I'm talking about truly nourishing pasture-raised meats, the kind that you'll never really find in a grocery store. Our farmers are doing things beyond organic. Our beef is 100% grass-fed and grass-finished and raised on pastures free from chemicals and other pesticides. Our chickens are 100% pasture-raised, where they get their natural diet of grass and forage and insects. We will never settle for free range, which is actually one of the most deceptive terms in the chicken industry. In fact, less than 0.1% of the chicken consumed in the United States is truly pasture-raised in the way that ours is. And our pork is 100% pasture-raised as well. So if you care about where your food comes from, then you have definitely made it to the right place. As a Wild Pastures member, you'll be supporting the most highly principled farmers in America and getting the most nutrient-dense, nourishing, and sustainable meats in the world. But I'm confident you'll love being part of our mission at Wild Pastures, and you will really love the delicious, nourishing meats that we're going to deliver straight to your door. Visit republicbroadcasting.org and click the Wild Pastures banner ad. Secure a shipment today. Beef, poultry, and pork. Raised the way nature intended. Hi, Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 Carcass Drop and Lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation. But today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Excuse me, sir. Yes, what is it? There's a segment of the population out there that have figured out our monitoring capabilities and they're not happy about it, sir. Well, it's too late for them to do anything about it. <laughs> take them a message, would you? Yes, sir. What is it? Every step you take. Every step you take. Every rule you break. Every rule you break. Oh, I thought you were going to keep playing it. All right, never mind. <laughs> Welcome back to the WTF Reports. I'm Dave Von Kleist, and I'm uh, having more fun than I should. Um, let me see. Where do I go with this? Okay. We were talking about Zionism. We have to understand that Zionism and Judaism are two different things. Zionism is a political philosophy. Okay? That means that you're going to take one group of people, establish a state, and only those people can live there. That's what the Balfour Declaration was all about. They wanted to establish a Zionist state of Israel. So, why don't we have a Zionist states? Why don't we have the United Zionist States of America? Yeah, we'll we'll be Zionist. Let's let's all be Zionist, but we we're not just going to single out the Jews. That wouldn't be fair. We should have Zionism for Catholics and for Protestants and for Baptists and for Muslims and for black folk and gay folk, LGBTQ. Let's have the Zionist state of New York and only get LGBTQ plus can live in the state of New York. Now, all the rest of you people, you have to leave. You all have to leave because New York state will be a Zionist state for gays. All right. But don't feel left out. Catholics don't feel left out. We could make a Zionist state instead of California. We'll have the Zionist state of Catholics in California. 
So if you're not Catholic, you have to leave California. Okay? Does this make sense to you? Well, that's what Zionism is. That's exactly what it is. So, I mean, we could have a Zionist state. Yeah, take Illinois. Okay? Only blacks can live in Illinois. If you're not black, you got to leave. Get out. All you Caucasians, all you uh, Orientals, you know, all, all of you Middle Easterners, all you Muslims, you all have to leave, uh, leave Illinois because somebody else is going to move in there. And you have to give up your home, too. That's what Zionism is. Now, for those of you who don't get RT, I would I would highly suggest if you'd like to some uh, the if you want to see the other side of the coin when it comes to the news, you need to look outside of the domestic media because here in the United States, all of our media is compromised. It's being influenced. It's there's censorship and propaganda all over the place. And don't think if you're watching Newsmax that you're getting the, getting the other side of the story. Newsmax is like a big Trojan horse as far as I'm concerned. And Fox, I, boy, I, when Fox came on the air back in the 90s, I said, wow, somebody's going to compete against CNN. That's great. And for a little while, it looks like that they were going to go in the right direction. But no, I was wrong about that. So if you want to get the other side of the story, folks, you have to look for it. If the truth isn't easy to find then you have to look for it. It's not going to be served to you on a silver platter like all, like everything that's uh, given to you by the mainstream media. It's cookie-cutter news. doesn't matter if you're watching CNN, um, CBS or ABC or NBC. It's all basically a one-sided view of the news. What kind of depth perception do you have when you cover up one eye? You know, you, you lose all your depth perception. Well, it's the same thing when it comes to the news. If you just look at one side of the story, you've got no depth. You've got to hear the other side of the story. And the other side is not being broadcast on the domestic media. You've got to go to Al Jazeera. You've got to go to RT. And as far as domestic, the, the closest thing that I can find of showing the other side of the story is Real America's Voice. And I've been looking for other news outlets. There are a lot of uh, podcasters out there that are talking about the other side of the story. But unfortunately... The overwhelming majority of Americans get their news from the alphabet networks. And again, the alphabet networks are pumping out intellectual fecal matter, and that means you're going to end up with for brains. Anyway, this over the, uh, over the weekend, there's a program uh, on RT, and it's, uh, it's called Crosstalk. And by the way, before, before you start saying, oh, Dave's going to pump all the Russian propaganda. Oh, those Russians are lying to us. Well, I'll tell you something, folks. The, the RT network understood that there's so much censorship and propaganda being pumped out of the U.S. media. They offered a platform for the real journalists because the real journalists were being drummed out of, uh, of the media, of the news media. I mean, an example. Okay, Chris Hedges. Chris Hedges was a writer for the New York Times, Pulitzer Prize winner. He started speaking out against the, the uh, policies of the United States, and he got fired. So RT says, hey, come on over here. We'll let you tell the truth. Same thing with Larry King. You remember Larry? Rest his soul. Yeah, he left the U.S. media and was working for RT. And then there was Ed Schultz. I met Ed Schultz back in the uh, late 90s. Uh, he was in a radio station up in Fargo, North Dakota, and he dedicated an entire weekend, 24-7 broadcasts, to help the Gulf War veterans. And Joyce and I were up there for the entire weekend. Anyway, when he left there, he went to work with MSNBC, and when the second uh, Gulf War came around, he was, not, he was not for bombing the snakes not out of Iraq. So MSNBC bought out his contract and sent him sailing. RT said, hey, come on over here. So he got on there. Okay. Anyway, and then there was uh, Governor Jesse Ventura. Yeah. Anyway, I got another clip for you when we get back. Stay with us. We're going to tear the roof off the sucker. Every job you take and every dime you make, we'll be watching you. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. 
Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. Tahibo Tea Club's original pure pouty arco super tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you. And your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Email Tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. Broadcasting from the most confused, dumbed-down, manipulated, and brainwashed nation on the face of the planet with news and information they hope and pray you never hear. All right, this is the second half of today's installment of the WTF Reports. I'm your host, Dave Von Kleiss, and we're tearing the roof off the sucker! Yeah, the truth hurts. Like I said, the truth is never easy to find. So you got to look for it, folks. you got to dig. you got to search. All right, coming up on 34 minutes past the hour, whatever hour you're sitting in, I'm Dave Von Kleist, and uh, we will get to the phone lines in just a couple of minutes here. If you want to call in and join the conversation, you're welcome to do so. 512-248-8252 is the phone number. So uh, line up, belly up to the telephone bar. We'll get to your calls in just a couple of seconds. But I got another clip I want to play for you. Uh, before we went to the break, I was explaining that uh, RT was providing or is providing a platform for the journalists who have been drummed out of our domestic media because they have a propensity for telling the truth. So, uh, yeah, RT has got some really good programming there. And there's uh, one particular program. It's a regular show. It's called Crosstalk. And uh, the uh, the host is Peter Lavelle, and uh, and this one particular install- installment, he was uh, talking to um, Lionel. I forget his last name. He didn't even show his last name. But there was uh, there was Lionel. There was Romana Robeo, uh, and then there was uh, Mohammed Ayash. There were four different uh, contributors to this particular discussion, and uh, and they were discussing. Yeah, that's right, Zionism. So uh, give a listen to what they were talking about. Here it is. 
You know, oh, no, wait a second. That's uh, supposed to be about that. the existential threat to Israel. I think it's a good point. But I think we, we can be more um, refined. The, the, there's an existential threat to Zionism and, and the Zionist ideology that we have seen and getting worse and more, worse, more and more radical over the decades particularly under the present uh, government here. That is under threat, okay? And, and it doesn't know how to move forward, okay? It, it has no gear control. It, it, re- it reacts to, with only with violence because it only believes in deterrence. Well, if your deterrence Bingo. is in tatters, then you're even more dangerous. That's what I worry about. Go ahead in Toronto. Uh, absolutely. Let me just first very quickly say that the real existential threat right now is to the Palestinian people who are facing Good. the genocide. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Like, right. So okay, that's, that's I got where, that. Got it. But, yeah, yeah I, I know people agree, but I just want to make that clear. Sure. Um, and, and so Zionism is a political ideology that was always going to go down the path of, of using violence. It's a, it's a very simple equation. I won't get into the academic complexities of it. People, Palestinians, lived on the land. Zionism was a project that said, well, we want different people to live on the land, so we have to remove those people forcefully off the land because they will never just leave their land. Who does? Nobody does. Nobody just says, oh, I'm going to leave my homeland. So so it was violence from the 19 uh, early parts of the 1900s. And, and that violence continues uh, uh, throughout the 20th century into the 21st century. And that violence was inevitably going to get more and more extreme. And so th- this genocidal operation is not the first. 1948 was the first mass expulsion of the Palestinians. And we, we, the Palestinians have always called it the ongoing Nakba, which means catastrophe. And we're seeing this next phase of mass expulsion happening right now. But it, it's, it was never going to... It, it, look, it, it, of course, it, it has produced, and it is producing right now, completely devastating consequences that it will take Palestinians generations to heal. Um, uh, but, but it was never going to actually succeed because Palestinians, this is their homeland. They're never going to leave it. We can share the homelands. We, we can make it both of our homelands. I've, I've, you know, I've, I've made this very clear in, in other in other writings. What a radical idea. What a radical idea. My <laughs> good. Have equal rights for everyone. Wow. That's really, you know, that's radical thinking. Yes, it is. Equal rights for everyone. That's why I was suggesting we should have a Zionist states of America. Again, well, let's take New York State and make it the LGBTQ plus whatever state. And if you're not part of that group, you got to leave. And if you don't leave, you'll be bombed into oblivion. Yeah, that's the way it works. That's what Zionism is. Folks, we have to wake up and understand what this means. And everybody's saying, oh, October 7th is, you know, when when this whole thing started. No, it's been going on for 78 years. No wonder the Palestinians have lost their cookies. All they know is, is bombs and violence and killing and snipers and oppression and deprivation of the basic necessities of life. Gaza has been an open air prison. They get no water. They get no fuel. They get no electricity. Nothing. Nada. Zip. Zero. Oh, and they're supposed to be happy about that. Yeah. So somebody lobs a rocket at an Israeli tank, and the Israelis go, Oh, they're terrible people. Let's bomb them some more. (laughs) This is what we're up against, folks. This is what we're up against. All right, let's see. Um, Yeah, I got another clip here, but I I don't want the the callers to wait. Again, 512-248-8252 is the phone number. Let's go to Kentucky and say hi. Hello, Mike. Welcome to the broadcast. It's uh, Kentucky, also known as the Crossroads of Air Corridors. I had science aviation in the mid-'80s. I've always been an airplane buff, but I never could afford flight school. You'll find out. These pilots are smart enough. They're not flying through each other's jet trails. I'm just now watching one that's probably a thousand foot upwind or less from the last one that was dropping out junk. It'd be interesting to know how many of the bunker fuel companies are controlled by Israelis. Because they could put all kinds of fuel catalysts in there, and that's the cheapest fuel. During uh, Desert Storm W, or Operation whatever it was, and during Freedom, he signed an executive order allowing the jets, and as far as I know, it's never been rescinded. They can burn military fuel, so that's the easiest way to get uh, catalysts or whatever they're putting in this jet fuel, because it, you can watch it precipitate out. But uh, <clears throat> I would like to copyright me, 2024. Feel free to use it, though, in case I come up with a, a webmaster that wants to do it. Uh, Jewish jihad. You know, you hear these, well, these are good Muslims. They're not in the jihad. But when 
when in any country historically when they become a majority they start invoking a Sharia law. So we're under a Jewish jihad. You could say that. That's the Zionism, the Jewish jihad. And so they're coming at us from every direction. Even the NSA knows this. A lot of stuff that was leaked out by Snowden had people coming out of these Congress briefing rooms looking very bewildered. And the reporters did note that, that they were very bewildered because they probably realized how much dirt, if there was any dirt on them, that the Israelis and everybody else in the intelligence community had it, had the dirt that they needed to control them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, good, good, good in yeah, good so just, just ponder that. And the, 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 uh, I had telephone people come forward that were in-country uh, during the Touchstone era. They said they could clip in and listen to any apartment in, a, in an entire building uh, with sound reinforcement because all the phones, you could turn them on when they were on the hook. Mm-hmm. Hook bypass, which is what it was nicknamed. I don't know what the classified name for it was, but so you can imagine, you know, after somebody hangs up, you can find out what you think about your mother-in-law. Yes, dear, <laughs> I'll tell her. Bye. You know, and then a few choice words for the next couple of minutes. <laughs> you get yeah. on with the mother-in-law. That's just, a you know, a day-to-day uh, implication there. But, uh, you know, anybody that had trysts or whatever, you remember, remember who, who was that guy that had used the ghost rider and his uh, woman that he was having an affair with, they, they were using the draft box to exchange messages, thinking that that would be safe, but it wasn't. I don't remember if that was Petraeus or Petraeus or who, one of those guys that was writing a book, he ended up having an affair with his this woman that was writing his book, and they were trying to hide their uh, their secret communications using the email draft box. They both had the password mm-hmm. for. Yeah, so it didn't. They thought that it didn't go out over the internet, but <laughs> everything does, even in phone conversations. It's uh, yeah, it's all yep. sloped to Demona. Massive server farms everywhere. They all share it. It's called the Special Operations Division. They're not supposed to talk about it, and we can't have access to the data that they collect on us in our own defense. That's where mm-hmm. equal justice fails, and the entire justice system has been scrapped. Forget well, this no is free why, association under the First Amendment. I, this is why, uh, unfortunately, the only solution right now that I can see, I don't see... That's what I'm waiting for. What's your solution? I don't see we how we can be reform informed. this. The whole system has to be torn down. Has to be. We have to build it from the from the foundation, all the way back up, and that's not going to be easy. It's really not. Anyway, well, thank you for the call, it, Mike. If, I appreciate it. I keep on moving on. Yeah, but, uh, if we go violent, I, I we play into their hands. I'm afraid so. there was a, there's a, a public law. It's Public Law 102-25, and it came about on April 6th of 1991. This is uh, the build up to the first Gulf War. Okay, well, this was actually after the uh, the whole conflict, but George Bush Senior had put this into into effect. Public Law one hundred two dash twenty five, and you look at Section three, its definitions. This is important, folks. It says, for the purpose of this act, the term Operation Desert Storm means operations of the United States Armed Forces conducted as a consequence of the invasion of Kuwait by Iraq, including operations known as Operation Desert Shield and Operation Desert Storm. Two, the term incremental costs associated with Operation Desert Storm means costs referred to in Section blah, 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 25, blah, 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 of the Balanced Budget and Emergency Deficit Control Act of 1985. Now, here's the kicker right here. Number three, the term Persian Gulf conflict. Notice they didn't call it a war. The Persian Gulf conflict means the period beginning on August 2nd, 1990, and ending thereafter on the date prescribed by presidential proclamation or by law. Hey, campers, to this day, there has never been a, pre- a presidential proclamation or a law to end the Persian Gulf conflict, which means a president doesn't need congressional approval. Doesn't need You can do, go do war anytime you want. Now, this is something we used to bang the drum about all the time. Folks, we have to have Public Law 102-25 rescinded because that guarantees the president to just go out and do anything he wants to. Anyway, all right, I'll tell you what. Um, phone number again, 
800-242-8252. Let's go to Renee in North Carolina. Renee, thank you for holding patiently. Go ahead. You are on the air. Well, I tell you what, I'm so grateful for the way you really stress that the problem is Zionism, okay? And you see, from what I understand, actually, Zionism was started by a British Freemason who actually had to sell the Jews on the idea, okay, at first when they first heard about it. You know, um, the thing is, um, it, it's, it's not just, quote, Jewish people. So, the, in fact, like I say, in some ways, when you think about this, okay, yes, the country runs on blackmail and bribery. I agree 100%. But this is the, but the worst part of it is, we send money to them. It's like a money laundering scheme. We send money yes. to them, and then they use that money to buy our politicians. If we weren't sending them money to, to buy our politicians and bombs, they would be neutered. You hear me? Neutered. Absolutely. So the thing is, um, there are solutions. You know, Mark Passio said Order followers hold the system of slavery in place, and there's and, and I've brought this up before, and everybody ignored me. There is a solution. You want solutions instead of just so many of those shows are just oh poor me, I'm the biggest victim. Network. So there is a solution, but I don't know if anybody's brave enough to take it on. Okay. Because, mm -hmm. like I said, there, right after this, there'll probably be a teacher calling in. I can't believe she's paying me. I'm sorry, I got a rotten education, okay? What <laughs> is holding this together is the public servants and their very lucrative benefits and retirement programs. I know people who have worked only 20 years in government and they have fabulous retirements. They're flying off to exotic places all the time. They don't have a care in the world. They're getting these great checks every month. Well, you have other people who might work 40 or 50 years in three jobs, and they're slicing their medicine in half and eating dog kibble. So the right. thing is, this is why these people will fight us. Us people, they're going to hold the system in place because they're the beneficiaries. There's only one way for them to get to care about us. They have to be in the same boat. All this, I get unequal but very much better benefits, health care, retirement than the public. That has to stop for all of them, okay? All of yeah. them. What, what right do they have? They call themselves a public servant. Oh, hell no. You're serving yourself for money. And when push comes to shove, you will stab me in the back for that money. Now, am I wrong here? No. You're absolutely right. You know, and so it's the a thing mess. is, there's you're only... absolutely right. You know, the billions... There's, and... This is the only way. This is the only way, because money makes the world go round. You have to take away their incentive. The yes. incentive is money, and they will, for all, all of them, all of them, local, state, federal, I don't care. What right do these people have to think? They get to work only 20 years, and wait, some of them double and triple dip. They, get, they do the military pension, then they work for the post office, then they work in the private sector. They get three checks. They're living like kings, okay, mm -hmm. on, the, on, on the same amount or less work than the rest of the American public. Now, why are people blind to this and tolerate this? This, from what I can see, this is the only way. It's the only and wait, really, who do they think they are? Wait, I thought you were supposed to be serving the public. How come the servant gets treated better than the people they claim to serve? In what no universe kidding. is that normal? Now, yeah, I mean, I used to talk about that all the time. Anyway. You know, when when you've got a uh, a governor, the governor lives in a governor's mansion, mansion, you know? and, and the and the uh, the servants live in the servant's house. Now, wait a second. It shouldn't it be the other round. If 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 our elected officials are public servants, they mm -hmm. should be living in the servants' quarters, and the people should be living in the mansion. And it's it's exactly. just all bad. You know what? We're not even that greedy. All I want is equal. That's it. That's yeah. all I want is equal. And, and but the thing is, they have a sense of entitlement. And like I say, you bring this up, they lose their minds. You hear well, me? You know, they lose it because right. they know, you know deep down 
they have a better end of the deal and it's at our expense, they know it and they want to keep it. Of course they do. You know, like getting back to this thing, and I don't mean to cut you off there, but we send billions and billions and billions of dollars to Israel. Now, where does that money go? Well, first off, a, a good chunk of it goes to pay for all the Israelis' free health care and free college education. Yes. Okay, yeah. And then another big hunk of it goes to the APAC, the American-Israel Political Action Committee. And that money is used to pay off uh, our politicians... And to bri- bribe them, yeah, there's that word bribe, and also their campaign uh, funding. And if you yes. don't kowtow to the Zionist state, you don't get the campaign funds. So that's mm-hmm. another way. And another big hunk of it goes to the military-industrial complex because they're buying billions and billions of dollars of yes. bombs and bullets and jets yes. and tanks and everything else that goes on for the military over there. So we are funding... All the stuff yes. that's going on there in Israel. And we're and we're getting the money. We got a break coming up. We'll be right back. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise from flags to T-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. My name is John, the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like, all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee... You have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the Internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. We continue to trust such a small group of men who have robbed us before. to do that it's a clown show folks i mean things are so screwed up i mean it's it's nuts it really is and i figured we need we need a little bit of comedic relief once in a while so uh i figured i'd throw that in there because some of these topics are just so so very hard to face 
So uh, just for yucks and giggles, let's travel across the pond and get a weather forecast over there in Great Britain. Here we go. Cloud appear, usually behind a fleet of airplanes, and that will... Okay, let's, let's start that over again. Hello and good afternoon. It looks like a cold start to this week with chemtrails blowing in from the southeast, making those nasty blue skies into a lovely milky haze. Further up towards the north of Scotland, where it was going to be really bright and sunny today, you may now see some cloud appear, usually behind a fleet of airplanes, and that will bring wind and hail and maybe even a touch of unmeltable snow. A look further into the week sees modified storms battering that northern coast, so don't forget your happy pills if you're planning on (laughs) travelling. Towards Friday, low pressure remains, and it will be blue skies and sunshine across the UK. If you live above the cloud layer, you can expect to see highs of about whatever we say on the day. We have had some great pictures sent in from you guys at home of some newly invented crisscross clouds that just look magical there. Speeding across the sky like an angel's wings, thanks to Liam from the Wirral for that picture. This next photo was sent in by someone who forgot to leave their name, but shows what us meteorologists here at the weather station call a blanket of poisonous smog cloud. And this is caused when low pressure is altered with atmospheric heaters and jet stream manipulation. Taking a look at the pollen count now, which remains typically low for this time of year, unlike the nanoparticle swarms of invisible smart dust, though, which will engulf almost everywhere. So be careful if you plan on breathing air. Back to the Phil and the rest of the pedophiles at the studio. (laughs) I love it. Oh, my goodness. I had to throw that in there. We need a little laugh now and then. Uh, simply because the topics that we're discussing on this broadcast are very difficult to face. I mean, we're talking. I mean, we're talking about pedophilia and Satanism and Zionism and all these other problems that we've got in this country. But if we don't face these problems head on, they're not going to go away. It's really simple, folks. Unfortunately, the bulk of Americans don't want to discuss anything of importance. Yeah, you could talk about uh, the new movie that came out, or you could talk about the Super Bowl coming up, or talk about your favorite series it's on, or a game show. But God forbid you should bring up anything of importance. No, you don't want to talk about what's going on in the pal- you know, for Palestine. No, no, we can't talk about that. Because it makes people upset. They don't want to get too upset about anything. You know, it's not easy to discuss these things. But we're never going to solve the problems unless we face them. And I want to be perfectly clear here. I, want, I don't want anybody to think that anything that I'm doing has anything whatsoever to do with anti-Semitism. I only hope and pray that the, the Jews that are out there, and I have many friends who are Jewish, and they're not guilty of all this stuff. They don't. Most of them don't know about this stuff. Most you know, Christians don't know about this stuff. You know, the overwhelming majority don't know anything about the push for a new world order or the or the Georgia Guidestones. How many people have you ever discussed the Georgia Guidestones with? You say, hey, have you ever heard of the Georgia Guidestones? No. You ever hear of the new world order? Well, I heard that and talked about it a little bit. You know, people are completely in the dark. Well, it, it, it only takes some one person to strike a match, and that will destroy an entire room of darkness. It's time we all start striking matches. And understanding that if this is a country that is of, by, and for the people, that means the people have to be involved. And because, if, you know, the, the, the old saying, when the cat's away, the mice will play. Anyway, folks, uh, that's going to wrap it up for today. I appreciate your listenership, and I'll be back on Thursday with more of the news they hope and pray you never hear. I'm Dave Von Kleiss. This is the WTF Reports. And we'll see you on Thursday. God bless you all. Because we'll stand our ground. And we won't back down. Hey there, are you going to wait till the cows come home to get your new ease-off drop and lift? What in the world is an ease-off drop and lift? Our Ease-Off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure, and the Ease-Off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my Ease-Off? Go to easeoff.com. 
That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth.